BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Scumbags! Rage! Sports Rage with Gabe Morenci. Rage all you want. Level three, this is Sports Rage. I am Morenci, the pips, the players, the hustlers, the people that bust them, and everybody else in between. Kicking it Thursday night throwdown. Moke Hamilton will step up and in basketballnews.com in the house a little bit uh, later on. NBA playoffs in full effect uh, right now. Uh, but we've got the NFL draft next week. And, uh, man, it's pretty crazy. It's going to be quite the whirlwind. I'll be in Toronto for game four of the uh, the Raptors and the uh, the 76ers. And I wish it was under different circumstances. But at the same point in time, like I said, and I don't just say that you know flippantly, that if the biggest problem you have that you're going to an NBA playoff game and your team is up against it, right, then life's all right. I plan on having a good time at the game, nevertheless. And it's all part of the process, right? Like, if you're, like, a real fan, you just go, oh, I'm only going to go if they're, it's a game they're going to win the, the finals. <laughs> you know? It's like, no, you're part of it. You know, part part of this year. But uh, they better win. <laughs> like, that's my new deal. Like, I won't be mad at the team for not winning the series, but I'll be mad at them if they don't win on Saturday now. Like, I will. I rarely really sort of get I love the Raptors so much. I'm pretty nice to them. I don't really rip them too much, but I am honest about them. But I don't, like, get that sort of, like, F them feeling. Um, But they better win on Saturday. Show some pride. Suck it up. Take it one game at a time. Win the damn game. I tell you, Philadelphia is going to be going out and stuff. They're going to be doing, like, they've had a cut. They're going to have a bunch of days off. You can catch them here. But if you let them hang around, then they're going to smell blood. They're like a shark in the water. So, what a fluid market, man. Right? It really is. This is like the NBA playoffs. And listen, sports betting in the future market is it is like a stock market already. Right? Like, you know, games not so much. We were arguing with Teddy earlier. We'll having a talk about this and like you know, point spreads are pretty much the same everywhere. There'll be a different here point here, half point there. And you know, the different books have different business models nowadays. But the 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 future board really is a fluid just stock market type of deal where every day right because a team wins a team loses and there's a surprise oh my god this guy got hurt and there's overreactions every day and the numbers flip 
Like, Phoenix were locked in, man, to, to win the championship. It's been Phoenix and Milwaukee. Suddenly, Phoenix are the third choice, and Milwaukee are the sixth choice, just like that. Just like that. Right? And if Milwaukee chip away and win this series, and Middleton gets back in, 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 in 14 days or whatever, and then boom. Suddenly, like, it's... So the key is... And I've been guilty of this, of not doing this, and I sort of preach, oh, you got to do this, and I didn't do it because I've been caught up in the Raptor stuff and the NFL draft coming up, and and I didn't want to over, you know, I figured, oh, it's just one game, it's just two games, but with everybody getting hurt right now, the market really has changed. So for everybody tuning in, I'll ask you, who, who like, who looks right now, let's start with the Western Conference, or overall even, like, if you said, all right, who's playing in the finals right now? I'll ask you, Matthias, in a second. Get your pick ready. <clears throat> like, as it is now, but this stuff changes. So, I'm not saying this is what's going to happen. But as it is right now, let's say the Golden State Warriors. Golden, Golden State Warriors versus the Miami Heat. The late night anger management class. This is Sports Rage. I am Gabriel Morenci, the pimps, the players, the hustlers, the people that bust them, and everybody else in between kicking it. The mightier 1090. ESPN Radio, the 50,000 watt juggernaut up and down the coast. Let's do this thing. Looking at the future market right now. Ask yourselves, all right, and we all live in what do we just see last? Who, what happened? Who just won? Who just lost? But it is a very fluid marketplace right now when we talk about NBA championship futures. And as it is right now, this is the first time in a long time that the Golden State Warriors have been favored to win the championship. And that's what they are right now. Golden State plus 270 are the favorites to win the NBA championship. The Boston Celtics are the second choice at 5-1. to one. The Phoenix Suns are the third choice at plus 550. The Miami Heat are now 6-1. to one. The Memphis Grizzlies are 9-1. to one. The Milwaukee Bucks... Plus 950. If you want to dig a little bit deeper, the Philadelphia 76ers are also plus 950. The Brooklyn Nets are 17 to 1. The Dallas Mavericks are 19 to 1. The Utah Jazz are 43 to 1. The Bulls are 80 to 1. The Pelicans are 95 to 1. The T Wolves are 210 to 1. The Hawks are 350 to 1. The Raptors are 490 to 1 right now. <laughs> I would be insulted, uh, but the Denver Nuggets are also 490 to 1 uh, right now, down three games to none. But I think they're I think they're over evaluating or pricing the Boston Celtics right now. Boston have looked good. You're playing a two-man team in in Kyrie and uh, in KD right now, and KD hasn't played well. I think Boston are good. I respect them. But as it is right now, and anything can change. All it takes is one, someone stepping on someone's ankle, man. It's, it's, it's very, like, that's the whole thing. Like, you figure, come on, what can happen in basketball? You understand it could be injuries and stuff, but it's crazy how, like, it's little things. It's just like, really? Someone stepped on his foot, and now this is why he's out? I would say to Miami Heat, Miami Heat, 6-1 to one right now versus the Golden State Warriors, who are a plus 270. I think Phoenix could be in some serious trouble, man, without Devin Booker. We'll hit this and more on the other side. This is Sports Rage. Bring it. 
SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. We're listening to Sports Rage Late Night with Gabe Marinci. The quickest 180 minutes in sports talk radio continues. This is Sports Rage. I am Gabe Marinci. Right, we'll get back to the basketball talk. Uh, Mo Hamilton will step up in it and join us a little bit uh, later on. Um, I wanted to get to, uh, to Mike Tyson. So um, if you heard the story, maybe you didn't. Um, there's a video of it. TMZ got it. And uh, Mike Tyson was on a uh, was on a plane, and um, it was a flight that was scheduled to fly from Florida to San Francisco. And of course, Florida had to be involved in this somehow, right? So uh, Mike Tyson was involved in a violent altercation with a fellow passenger on an airplane uh, Wednesday night. Now we just see, you know the video came out today. Former heavyweight champion says the flurry of punches came in response to both verbal and physical harassment. Video footage that was obtained by TMZ shows Tyson repeatedly punching a man who was seated behind him on a JetBlue flight that was scheduled to fly from Florida to San Francisco. A witness told TMZ that Tyson was initially cordial with the man and his friend and actually took a picture with them. Tyson eventually became annoyed with the man and unleashed uh, several punches, as uh, the, the video shows. Tyson walked off the plane minutes after the incident. So the plane didn't uh, even take off. <laughs> the man, so where, where did it land, or what's the deal with this? Uh, Tyson walked off the plane minutes after the incident. The man received medical attention and went to the police. Well, you, you're the one that got in his face and harassed him. And you could see on the video, the guy was in his face. On, thir- on Thursday, Tyson's representatives uh, tell TMZ that the man Tyson punched was extremely intoxicated and would not leave the 55-year-old uh, Mike Tyson alone. Mike Tyson also claims that the man threw a water bottle at him. 
Unfortunately, Mr. Tyson had an incident on a flight with an aggressive passenger who began harassing him and threw a water bottle at him while he was in his seat. Tyson is scheduled to make a public appearance at a marijuana event in Miami on Thursday night. Uh, I, as in tonight, he was initially set to appear at the event with wrestling legend Ric Flair. <laughs> but Mike Tyson had to cancel. Organizer said due to a flight change. Well, more to him punching someone in the face five times. So what, Ric Flair's doing weed conventions now, too? Sounds like a good time. Mike Tyson and Ric Flair. So as you see in the video, and it, you know, I'll describe the video if you haven't seen it, and the video is kind of grainy and it's fast, right? It was taken and you know, job well done by whoever shot it and made a couple of bucks selling this to TMZ. Is um, the guy, like I said, Tyson? The guy was sitting behind Tyson. You can see the guys behind Tyson, and you can see the guy is talking to his buddy. He's talking to his buddy. Actually, I guess the guy that sold it is his jackass buddy. Because um, he's talking, because you wonder, why is he talking to the phone? So, buddy, one of the guys is not stupid enough to go over to Tyson. His his friend was, and sort of like, you know what I mean? So, so the guy sitting right behind Tyson in the next seat behind him. Looked like a middle row type deal. And he's sort of leaning over the seat, and he's talking, he's saying stuff to Tyson, and Tyson... Buddy sort of, why are you ignoring me or something? Saying to Tyson. And then, I don't know, and then a second later, you just sort of see Tyson get up and bam, 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 bam. It's kind of grainy. Boom, 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 boom. Tyson does light him up a bunch of times. And in a short space, though, like Buddy's lucky, like he was like, Tyson couldn't really stretch out. It was very, like, condensed. And, um,. And then Buddy's kind of goofily looking into the camera after with his buddy with a dumb look on his face. And he's got a bunch of, like, already, like, red scars and, like, whatever. You got, you know, I don't care if Tyson's 55. You get hit in the head by Tyson a bunch of times. And anyone knows if it's score, if you're, you got scarred that quickly, it's going to get worse. You know, going to the police, whatever, bro. What, you were a drunk jackass and harassed Mike Tyson? Yeah, who's, like, who's stupid enough to want to bother Mike Tyson anyways? You see Mike Tyson on a plane, you look over and you're like, oh, cool, there's Mike Tyson. You don't say anything to him because he's Mike Tyson. I used to see Mike Tyson a lot in Las Vegas. And um, I love Mike Tyson. And I was, it's kind of known. It's known in Vegas, actually. If you see Mike Tyson, don't go up to him. <laughs> it's kind of it's known. right? And the thing is, Tyson's a nice guy in real life. Like, I know a lot of people with, like, a lot of friendly and, 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 and cool Mike Tyson stories. But he doesn't, um, number one, he's not big on that selfie stuff. I don't know if you've seen it. Like, he's, you know, there's other videos of him getting mad about people trying to take pictures of him or, like, get a selfie with him. He's not the type of guy that's going to punch you in the face if you take a picture of him, if you see him walking, like, you know, through a casino floor. But... People that try to get in and take selfies because he charges money for that stuff, right? These boxers, they sell, like, merchandise and pictures and autograph stuff. And, like, they're boxers. That's their thing. So he doesn't like it. Number one, he doesn't like people getting in his face because you're going to get drunk people in his face. And he's going to end up having to punch you. And then, you know, who knows? You know, he's going to get sued or whatever. So I know, like, in Vegas, I was always told, listen, if you see Tyson, don't talk to him. But if, you know what I mean, if he, if he opens up the conversation or, you know what I mean, or it's a friendly scene, you know, then it's cool type of thing. 
I used to see him a lot because I did the show at um, Planet Hollywood. I was doing the show out of Planet Hollywood, Game Time Decisions, a TV show years ago, like 2011, 12, 13, 14. Exactly those times, actually. Uh, like, I, I'm pretty good. I remember because Michigan was in the final in 2014. So, uh, I used to do the show at Planet Hollywood at uh, at this place, Blondie's. There's like, it was, there's like the Planet Hollywood Casino, and you know, the, what's it called? The Miracle Mile Mall. Uh, I think that's what it's called. I'm pretty sure. It's a Miracle Mile Mall. It actually is very big mall. It's very confusing in that place. It's like part casino, part mall. So it's, and it is massive. Like I said, I was there, I was there every day for like, I don't know, a year or something. Maybe not quite a year. I don't know, like six months, eight months. I don't know however long we did it out of there. But um, I was there daily and I remember like I used to get lost like often. <laughs> I'd come out through the wrong parking lot. I'd like come in and I'd be like, I'm pretty sure it's next to this Starbucks and turn left here. And then you turn left and then you realize, whoa, I'm on like the wrong floor on the wrong side of this thing. It's freaking big. And like I said, if you had a couple of drinks and you leave the casino floor of Planet Hollywood, like I'm sure anyone tuning in right now that lives in Vegas or's been in this place knows, and you don't, you'll you'll admit, yeah, yeah, you've got. I'm not saying lost, lost, but just sort of pissed off, like, damn, like, you know, because it all looks the same. It's a mall. Right, even though it's it's not a mall because it's in the casino, like you know what I mean. So it's not like a mall in the suburbs. It's on the street. It's in Planet Hollywood. It's like Planet Hollywood and this connection and there's all these like upscale stores and like it's a cool place. And there's there's this, I don't know if the bar's still there, Blondie Sports Bar, and uh, great place actually. Blondie's had a lot of fun there. Great place, uh, great bar, good times there. And um, right across from us was a sports memorabilia place but it was like a lot of boxing stuff because vegas and like every day they would have like all the great champions there you know larry holmes you know you know, uh, everybody you know what i mean ernie ernie shavers ken norton mike tyson uh leon spinks Michael Spinks, you know what I'm saying? Like, basically, like, all the, the all the guys that were still alive, basically, were there, like, all the time, like, every day. And I had some of them on the show, but some of them weren't, can't really talk, like, well, no. And some of them, unfortunately, passed away after, like, I'm talking about them now. I'm getting fond memories, though, but, like, Tyson used to, like, go there all the time. Tyson would do his own signing sometimes there, but, like, Tyson used to go and, like, just say hi to these guys and hang out with them and stuff. The Late Night Anger Management Cross, this is Sports Rage. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. 
It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Get up and down to the track. Put it all on a horse. Why don't you put it in the bank? Bank? This is found money. I want to parlay it. I want to make a big score. Oh, you mean you want to lose it. I don't know what the hell's going on, uh, but I got people asking me questions in the chat here. I can't answer in the chat. I can't sign in. I've been blocked uh, from uh, Gmail and Google and YouTube and all this stuff. And it's crazy because they run the world, right? I mean, you notice like they want everything in one thing. Oh, you know, just sign into this and go through your Gmail and you know, the Google and all this. But if you ever get blocked out, you're screwed. And I'm in nowhere's land, so I can't uh, I can't log into our own chat right now. <laughs> um, I, I can't get in. But uh, what's up, everybody? So I was going to say, I told the Mike Tyson story a little bit earlier on Game Time Decisions, but I saw Tyson in Vegas <clears throat> the opening night of his uh, the, the, the show that he did, <clears throat> the Spike Lee produced stuff. But I saw it before it was polished. I saw literally like the first night. It was supposed to be the premiere, and they hyped it up as the premiere. And um, where was it? Was it the Mirage? Treasure Island? Or the, I think it was the Mirage. It's tough to remember that stuff. Like, I think I think it was the, oh, the Vegas place of the same. I think it was the Mirage. Anyways, it was in one of the showrooms. It wasn't like in front of thousands. It was like, you know, 700 people, 500 people. It was in like one of the smaller showrooms. And it was supposed to be like the premiere. Um, they hyped it up like, hey, we got tickets to the premiere type thing. You know, the red carpet event and all the you know, all this, the boxers and celebrities were going to come and stuff. And um, it wasn't ready. Like, so he needed to do more, like, you know, work it out more. So they didn't want to cancel it because they hyped it up. But, it, you know, they said, all right, this really isn't a premiere, but this is sort of, you know, we're still finishing. You know. Then they did a real premiere like two weeks later or something. But so I saw the raw one, and it was really, it was gold. One of the funniest, like, two hours, hour and a half of my life, actually. He just in a little theater with Mike Tyson, and Tyson's just telling stories, essentially. And he takes questions. and <laughs> Uh, he tells you, you know, his life story, but he's, he's a lot of stuff you don't know. Now you do, because whatever, it's, I'm sure. Like I said, if you haven't seen it, well, I don't even remember what it's called. Just look it up, the Mike Tyson story, Mike Tyson movie, or Mike Tyson stand-up. What was it called? Let me see. Mike Tyson stand-up. Undisputed truth. Undisputed truth. 
Yeah, the uh, Mike Tyson undisputed truth. And like I said, he cracks some jokes, he tells stories, he gets serious. Like, it's, you know what I mean? It's, it's sort of the life of Mike Tyson. If anyone's seen, I'm sure that some people tuning in right now have seen a lie before, but it's freaking hilarious, man. Like, the stories that he tells, man, about, like, like about uh, the James Green story. James Blood Green is the best story, I thought. The, you know, the guy that, you know, the, the guy that sued Tyson and stuff that said, you know, Tyson beat him up on the street in Brooklyn or the Bronx. I think it was in Brooklyn. Um, the time, remember buddy, like, the, he had, like, the, his eye was all masked. It was all over the news. It was, it was, like, a massive thing. Oh, Tyson beat some guy up on the street. And the thing is, though, Tyson told the story about how he knew this guy, like, since he was a kid. And this guy is just, like, a bully. And he didn't care that Mike Tyson was like a good boxer or whatever. And in fact, and he was a boxer too, but he wasn't as good as Tyson, right? So he knew Tyson and he didn't like Tyson and he wasn't scared of Tyson, even though it was Mike Tyson. So um, he got in Tyson's face on the street and I guess like Tyson, it was just funny the story that Tyson told like about how like Tyson was saying about how he knocked everybody out in a ring, but he said like he swung at this guy as hard as he could and like Green didn't budge. And Tyson like literally like broke his hand. Like, you know, Tyson goes, I broke my hand punching the guy in the face so many times, man. And he said he just kept getting up and he's a big dude. And I used to, you know, the guy like threw Tyson into a car. It was like Tyson, obviously Tyson, you got to tell the story. I haven't, I haven't heard the story in a long time either. Like, it's really, like, it's laugh-out-loud funny. Like, Tyson, like, basically, like, knocks the guy out. Like, and they're fighting on the street and, like, sort of, like, in a storefront. that's The store is closed. So, you know what I mean? Like, in, in New York, they had put up the, you know, the, the, the garage metal door so no one will break in and smash the window there in, in the street. So, Tyson's describing about, like, getting smashed into the metal, like, the steel. Like, it was like a wrestling. But, bam! It was making all this noise and stuff. And... It's like they ended up, like, with a car. I think Tyson, like, basically, like, out of a movie, started, like, slamming, like, took a car door and started, like, slamming the door on his head type thing, like, open and close, like, bang, like, out of a car, like, out of a movie like type thing. It was too good. He basically said, like, James Green's, like, the toughest dude, like, he's ever met in his life. Like, you can't, like, he's, like, you can't kill this guy. And he just told a story about, how, like, years later, man, there he is again. And you figure that it's been all these years and he would be changed, and he wasn't. <laughs> like, he was, he was right. Like, like I see, he got to Tyson tells a story about like Green riding down the street on a bicycle, you know, in like the white undershirt type thing. And he sees Tyson in a nice restaurant, like through the window, like terrace type thing. And Tyson's with an actress. He goes, I'm trying to sleep with this actress that's I'm tight and she thinks I'm crazy already. And and he goes, I can't tell you who she is just because of whatever. And like, so he goes, I don't want to. He goes, he goes, I never slept with her, so I don't want to. He goes, I don't want to, like, bring her into this. So he's telling the story about he's with this girl. And, and the green guy sees Tyson and comes into the restaurant and wants to go again. Like, it's laugh out loud. And the, the story about Tyson, too, in which um, Tyson was talking about, like, how he did a lot of coke, obviously. And um, he said that he was, like, in New York, and he had to go meet Don King in Florida. 
and Tyson said, like, one of the cool things about being rich is private jets. And he said that basically he realized, he, you know, he knew that he could bring whatever drugs that he wanted with him on a private jet. <laughs> so, so, like Tyson said, like, he goes, I stocked up. Like, he told the story about how he was going to Florida for a while. And he goes, he didn't like, Tyson was saying he didn't like getting blow in Florida. He wanted to bring it with him because he didn't want to buy it there. Like, he went on, like, the, the tell, like I said, it's like really honest stuff. And he says about how he's got this private, so he paid for a private jet to go to Florida. And he brings, like, a, there was, a, I said a briefcase earlier in the day when I was told the story. It's actually an Adidas bag. He said, it's coming back. He said, you know those old school Adidas bags? So, like, he's had an Adidas bag, and he basically said it was, like, full of blow. He goes, like, basically Scarface style. Like, he had a bag full of cocaine and, and on this private jet. All right, no problem. He lands in Florida, and no problem because, like he said, he goes, you get off the jet, and you go right into a limo, <laughs> right? He goes, you don't even go to the airport. There's no customs so whatever, and he's telling him, like, it's, he goes, it's great. So Don King picks him up in a limousine. Don King picks him up in a limo, and... Um, they start driving and they're on the they're on like the freeway and stuff. And this was the I ninety uh, was it uh, the I nine four was it the war on uh, what is it the the I four whatever the hell it's called. And he said Tyson told a story of what freeway they were on whatever. He's telling he goes to one of the famous four the you know he's, so he goes to driving along and he goes kind of in the middle of nowhere and it's just sort of you know road and green everywhere and stuff and like swamps or whatever and he's he said like that that don king pissed them off so much in the limousine they were they started like talking about money and basically tyson said you know what you've been ripping me off and whatever and he goes they so tyson got really upset and i guess he hit don king now, like he said, like, you know, he goes, listen, I would kill Don King if I really hit him, but I think he sort of like Will Smith them. I think that Tyson sort of slapped him and, and basically said, let me out of this car right now. Otherwise, I'm going to kill this guy, right? And they all said, no, 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 Mike, you know, just you know, we'll take you to your hotel and no, 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 you know what I mean, don't get out here. All right, because in the middle of the nowhere, in the middle of the highway type thing, freeway, <laughs> Tyson insisted. He's like, no, 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 get me the F out. Let me out. So Mike Tyson demands that they stop the limo. Tyson gets out of the limo with his gym bag full of cocaine. And then Tyson, like I said, Tyson telling the story, obviously better than me now. And Tyson goes, and that's when I realized, that's when I realized that I was holding all this cocaine on the side of the road in Florida. <laughs> And then he goes, ended up Mike Tyson. And he starts saying, he goes, I just got out of jail. He started telling a story about how he only got out of jail like a year earlier, two years, whatever. And, and and he goes, my life's flashing before my eyes. And like, he goes, all I can think about is suddenly I'm going to jail and I hate Don King and I should have stayed in the limo. <laughs> and he goes, so there I am. And he goes, and right away, of course, the cops pull up, the state troopers pull up. And he goes, there I am standing on the side of the road with like a gym bag full of cocaine. And um, he goes, I thought I was done for. Like Tyson telling the story, like he gets all serious. He goes, I thought I was done, guys. Right? And and the cops 
were big Tyson fans. They were big Tyson fans. And they, they said to him, are you all right? And like, what's going on? Like, why are you on the side of the road here, champ? And like, and he told them, effing Don King, kick me out of a limo. And they were like, that son of a bitch. And they were like, we love you. You're in, he's a scumbag, that Don King guy. We'll give you a ride to your hotel. Tyson sat in the back of a cop car going to the hotel with a gym bag full of coke. <laughs> he got away with it. <laughs> Late night anger management class, Moke Hamilton next. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. The Late Night Anger Management Class. This is Sports Rage. We're breaking it down. Sirius XM Channel 159, the Mightier 1090 ESPN Radio. Let's do this thing. The NBA playoffs. We knew it was going to be chaos. We knew it was going to be carnage. And, oh, it has been already. And, uh, man, we're just a couple of laps into this thing. It's like a NASCAR race, all right? And, um, I don't know, we're like 22 laps in. And there's a lot more paint to be traded along the way. Let's uh, break it down right now. Moke Hamilton steps up and basketballnews.com. Moke, welcome to the Rage. Thanks a lot for taking the time to be with us. How you doing, my man? My, my pleasure, my pleasure. I'm good, and I've, uh, I've actually been been energized by some of the early the early basketball that we've seen so far in the NBA playoffs. A lot, a lot of good matchups and some some great performances, and I'm uh, looking forward to, to seeing it continue. And with all these injuries right now, there's an unpredictability factor, right? I mean, let's say this it's cool. It's the modern NBA right now. Let's be real. In the old days, Moke, the first round was just sort of a scrimmage. All right, yeah, let's let's get to the next round. And teams would go down. Yeah. Uh, they'd go down in four, and they go down in five. But man, there's you know big time teams have have serious issues right now. But let, let's start off. Uh, let's start off with a talk that's going on in Brooklyn as far as Ben Simmons is concerned, as the Nets find themselves down 0-2. I found it strange last week or whenever it was, Moke, or two weeks ago when they said, wow, they could return for game four. And they sort of had that target date, right? Yeah. And I'm thinking, well, you're down 0-2 right now. So how about game three? As opposed to...
close to, potentially you're down 0-3 in a game four. And then we can get into the debate and uh, what's your take on it? What's the point at this point? Like if, if you are down 3 nothing, what can he give you? And it's not, not against him personally. Anybody that has not played in the NBA in over a year, it's hard to drop them, bro, on the floor in the middle of the damn playoffs. You know that. Yeah, yeah, it's actually a good point, and and we've been we've been talking about this quite a bit. And I actually, you know what, I think I think no one has actually come to terms with the fact that Brooklyn could find themselves down three nothing in the series. And at that point, once you find yourself in that hole, it's like, okay, are you are you actually going to be able to come back and win? But I, I don't really, I wouldn't really expect Steve Nash or the Nets franchise to number one think that they would find themselves down three nothing, and then number two, if they do say, oh well, we're not going to win anyway, so what's the point of us bringing this guy back? I wouldn't expect them to adapt that mindset, but we as the observers, we should at least acknowledge that because, yeah, that could happen. All of that said, I've actually been on the side of saying that they should have just shut Simmons down for the season and they should have announced that a few weeks ago just because the way I feel about it is for you to bring him back now, he himself is going to be out of rhythm, and there's no guarantee, especially when we see Bruce Brown and we see Nicholas Claxton. When we see what these guys are giving Steve Nash's team, there is no guarantee that the 15 minutes you're going to give Ben Simmons, that he would be a net plus over those guys anyway. Him coming back in the lineup, him building chemistry with his teammates, him busting off some of the rust that's obviously accumulated over the past year, those are things that you would have wanted to give him the opportunity to do in the regular season when the games weren't as high stakes. But now, especially being down 2 nothing when you're in what is really going to be a must-win situation in Game 3, much less a Game 4, it just doesn't seem like the timing fits. That said, Brooklyn trusts their medical staff, and if they think that Ben can return and not do any damage to himself, they're going to let him run. And I can't blame them for trusting the medical staff, but I do think ruling him out and not putting that pressure on him. I do think it it would be a good idea for both the franchise, for many reasons, uh, the coach, Steve Nash, and for the player himself. Why do you think it is that uh, KD can't get going offensively here? Is it just that he's cold and the shots start falling, or is it because of something that Boston is doing to him? I think it's I think it's a little bit of both. You know, I think it's a little bit of both. I think Charles Barkley actually made a great point on on inside the NBA after that after game 2 where he said that it's one of the few times he can recall ever seeing a guy going up for a shot and two defenders be in his face jumping and contesting his shot. Sometimes you'll see one guy with a hand up. You might see one guy jumping, but you know, he's got like, four hands. Exactly. Exactly. Every time Kevin Durant turns around, it's like he's wearing another Celtic defender as a shirt because they're just all over. (laughs) Boston is doing a fantastic job of defending him, but we also can't overlook the fact that both Durant and Kyrie Irving have been playing a lot of minutes over the past couple of weeks, right? Brooklyn found themselves in the play-in scenario. They found themselves wanting to just climb the center. At one point, they were ninth in the conference, and they had to climb themselves out of that hole to even get into the first round series against a team like the Celtics. So you, you might be seeing some of those miles pile up. Kevin Durant, 33 years old. You know, he's not he's not a 27-year-old kid anymore. So you, you, you're probably seeing a bunch of those things come into play. 
Moke Hamilton, kick it with us. I am Gabriel Morenzi, Sirius XM Channel 159. I'm out of your 1090 ESPN Radio. And, of course, shout out to all of our AM radio affiliates. Moke, uh, nobody gave the, the Chicago Bulls a chance in the series, and I was part of the nobody crew uh, coming into this thing. They played them tough in game one. They beat them in game two. How much of an impact do you think that Chris Middleton's injury has um, moving forward? And do the Bulls, you know, the Bulls have life, right? Right? No, you know, because because yeah. we didn't believe they could play with him doesn't mean in the Bulls' room they don't believe they could play with him. And you know, man, anytime you get beat up by a bully like 20 times in a row, and then you knock them out, you're feeling, you know, suddenly you feel a, a whole lot different about the matchups. So, like the Bulls are going to be balling, like they're going to be a happy team going back into that building, and that barn's going to be rocking, bro. Yeah, listen, Chris Middleton's injury, it's its a game changer. It's a game changer for Milwaukee. Obviously, Giannis, Giannis is, 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 is their alpha and their omega. I, I think it's fair for us to say that. But we can't forget that at least through the first maybe three or four games of last season's finals, there were people out there that were scratching their chin wondering if Chris Middleton was actually uh, lining himself up to be finals MVP. And the reason why is because in, in in tight moments, he yep. is the guy that hits a lot of those big shots for them. Whether it be to to you know keep hold the comeback off, you know you're you're up by one, the other team is storming. Oh, all of a sudden Chris Middleton hits a three, pushes it back up to four. You're up two, he hits a three, pushes it back up to five. He draws a foul. He's really really important to to Milwaukee's success, and he is their closer. Giannis can hit some big shots, and and Giannis is obviously the epicenter of everything that they do but in those tight moments Chris Milton is a guy that comes through a lot for them and him potentially not being out there on the floor for an extended period of time or even if he is on the floor not operating at 100% it's an absolute game changer for Milwaukee in the series and even if they are fortunate enough to get past Chicago not having him at 100% later on is something that is definitely, definitely going to hurt their chances to, to come out of the Eastern Conference. So it's a game changer for Chicago. Uh, I didn't really think they had much of a chance in this series, but when you see DeMar DeRozan go out there and give you 41 really, really efficient points as he did in, in game two of their series, it, it lets you know that, you know what, it is possible. And, and now that this series is shifting to Chicago, if you're the Bulls, especially when you see a guy like Alex Caruso giving you the kind of minutes that he did with the championship experience that he has. It lets you know, like, hey, you know what? We're in this series. We can play with these guys. And if Milwaukee's not at the top of their game, and if, you know, Bobby Portis also, another unfortunate injury for Milwaukee, if they're without those two guys operating at 100%, then, then yeah, you know, the Bucks could find themselves in trouble. If I'm Chicago, I'm feeling pretty good about my chances right now. Now, nobody gave the Pelicans a chance uh, coming into the series against the Phoenix. Suns and man injuries it's just it's crazy man the the impact players that have gone down uh, already right now but one thing and this is, it really does have an NCAA tournament feel to it uh, these playoffs in which as we stated no one's gonna you know no one gives the Bulls a chance we'll tell that to the Chicago Bulls players and this is a confident Pelicans team too what they started the season 2 and 12 right they started the season 2 and 12 yeah. and then even after that Brandon Ingram was injured he wasn't in a rhythm when he came back 
from his injury. They've just dialed it up a notch, man, and they've got guys that have played in big games before. Jonas Valanciunas has played in big games for the Raptors in the playoffs before. He's, he's a veteran, and he's a player that's actually improved. Um, I mean, he's playing his best basketball of his career right now. I don't need to tell anybody about C.J. McCollum and what he's done. Brandon Ingram's just balling right now. They have no fear whatsoever. Are Phoenix, are, are Phoenix on the ropes right now? I mean, look, the odds makers, uh, Moke, they got this game basically nearly out of pick them, as crazy as it sounds. Phoenix Suns are only minus one and a half point favorites on the road Friday night against the Pelicans. Yeah, I, I actually wasn't aware of that. I might have to, uh, I might have to find, I was about to say the name, <laughs> name of the app, but I'm not going to do that because I don't know. Uh, that, that's okay. No, no, well, we're FanDuel, but it's, I know you're in New York, so you, you can pop it. You're, you're loud. <laughs> you don't have to go through yeah. the Lincoln Tunnel or anything like that. Over the bridge. You're, you're good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, uh, but no, I, I, I might have to get get a little action in on that uh, one and a half for Phoenix, man. That's uh, that's that's interesting. But but same exact thing as Chris Middleton, really. And it, it it's uh, with Devin Booker, you know, with with the with the hamstring. It, it's it's very unfortunate, I and mean, it's a game changer. Um, you know, Phoenix, they're they're obviously a, a deep team. But again, same. You know, I feel like I could just say exactly what I said about about Milwaukee. You know, there were yep, people yep. thinking that Devin Devin Booker himself, you know, Finals MVP. He he is the guy that they really lean on in, in those big moments aside, aside from Chris Paul obviously but not having him out there it's just it's just a game changer for that team and I think what's really interesting is I don't know if people remember but right after the finals I want to say maybe two or three days after the finals uh, Chris Middleton and Devin Booker and I think Drew Holiday also jumped on a plane to go yep. join Team USA you know these guys didn't yep. really get ex- exactly they didn't really get much of a, of a summer break and I don't know if now it's catching up to them I don't know if I want to say that because I don't want to discourage guys from from putting on the national team uniform but it is unfortunate that now Phoenix worked so hard to get back to have an opportunity to sort of exercise those demons from from last year's finals and now you see someone so important as, as Devin Booker go down to an unfortunate injury uh, all, all that said you know New Orleans why I think they're really scary is because truth of the matter is they're not your typical you know seventh or eighth or or ninth seed you know what I mean like these guys with CJ McCollum they definitely have reinvented themselves they definitely have a bunch of players there that are playing some of the best basketball of their careers at the same time. And I, I don't want to start talking about Zion because I don't think that we're going to see him actually have an impact here. But my point is when you have this group together and they're healthy and you potentially add Zion and you think about next season, you could make the argument that this New Orleans team is actually the Memphis Grizzlies in disguise. You know what I mean? Like when they're healthy, when they're together, once they develop a little bit more, you, you could make the case that they're actually more like a, a number three or number four seed. So for Phoenix coming into it, this series was not going to be a cakewalk. And now when you consider the Devin Booker injury, it changes everything. 
So uh, Phoenix, they, they, they have to, uh, you know, definitely adapt the, the next man up mentality. And they're going to need some of their contributors to give them 110% of their capacity if they want to get out of this series the winner. The NBA playoffs, the best reality television show on TV uh, right <laughs> now. Moak Hamilton uh, with us. Basketballnews.com. Follow him on Twitter at Moak Hamilton. Moak, great stuff, man. Look forward to doing this again. Thanks a lot for taking the time to be with us. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. The Late Night Anger Management Class. This is Sports Rage. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Oh, yeah. Thanks, Michi. Man, the NBA playoffs have just started, essentially. <laughs> like, like basically, like, some teams haven't even played a home game yet in, in the first round. And I feel like the dude that was on the, the plane that got punched by Mike Tyson right now. I feel the same way. I don't know what was worse, actually. Some of these, some of these late losses and roller coaster rides and... And it hasn't been a disaster, but I got to be honest, and I'm full disclosure all the time. Um, and I'm not a big guy, like, because if I'm if I'm doing really well, I think it's bad luck to sort of talk about it. So I just sort of like, you know, quietly keep, you know, hey, we're, we're killing it and just keep doing your thing. But this week it's been frustrating where it's like every night, it's like I think, oh, you know, I'm about to break through in this. And then at the end of the day, I look, it's like, oh, I'm down a little bit again. And then I'm down a little bit again. No, I'm down a little bit again. Like the other night, man, I hit a ten to one parlay and a six to one parlay, and I won thirty six dollars on the night somehow only. Right? You know what I mean? These these playoff games, man. You have a big chunk of cash on one of the games. It doesn't go your way, or hey, you think it's about to go your way, and then it doesn't. So tomorrow, these games are tricky. Miami and Atlanta. Miami and Atlanta. Oh boy. Listen, we know Miami are going to win the series. We know Miami are the better basketball team, but 
Atlanta are a damn good home team. I think Atlanta will win one of the two games at home. I'm more comfortable first quarter. Atlanta first quarter. Tune in to Game Time Decisions tomorrow at 6. Stack show on the Freak Show. Other than that, you're on your own. Later. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms. And producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America.